You're listening to The Long Game Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Scaiano. I'm showing up with my gray hair and my wrinkles. Recently, the internet made a huge stink about a gray-haired Sarah Jessica Parker dining with her friend Andy Cohen in New York City. You know, funny though, there was no mention in any of the hubbub of Andy's white head of hair to be found. Women in our 40s, 50s, 60s, and beyond are making shit happen in our lives, in entertainment, and especially in business. The majority of the women that I work with are 45 and above. And these are not only my clients, but my brand partners who I team up with to deliver results. Women of every age are blazing paths for successful business. You know, they bring a knowledge of themselves and a certainty of their mission. You know, the women I work with, they know what drives them and they know the value of the work that they bring forward. And as more and more women turn to digital in their businesses and they're creating content that puts them front and center, women are exposed to judgment on how they age. And, you know, you guys all probably know what I'm going to say, right? Do it anyway. The long game is bringing our A game as we age. You're listening to The Long Game Podcast with Sandra Scaiano. In a world where everyone is doing, it's easy to get lost in a sea of comparison, secret tricks, and promises of overnight success. The Long Game is my approach to business. The actual day-in and day-out philosophy that you have to show up, You have to do the work, and there's no quick fixes for long-term success. I'm a web designer, digital strategist, and energetic thinker, and I'm here to share the process and lessons I experience with my clients daily who are going through the same struggles of building a business as you are. We'll hear from successful entrepreneurs sharing their long game strategies, and I'm fun, so we're going to have a little fun along the way too. Thanks for being here. Let's get to today's episode. biggest Sex in the City fan. You know, I watched it in its heyday, you know, enough to know the characters and know the pop culture allure. You know, I was having a New York City experience at the time myself, so it was captivating. You know, and it doesn't matter whether the new spinoff called Just Like That is on my watch list because what it represents surely is women in their 50s, living life, wrinkles and all. Sarah Jessica Parker, you know, commented on the backlash of that photo and uh, that has been brewing from the show's December release in her cover interview in Vogue. And I quote, gray hair, gray hair, gray hair. Does she have gray hair? I'm sitting with Andy Cohen, Parker goes on, and he has a full head of gray hair and he's exquisite. Why is it okay for him? I don't know what to tell you people, especially on social media. Everyone has something to say. She has too many wrinkles. She doesn't have enough wrinkles. It almost feels as if people don't want us to be perfectly okay with where we are. As if they almost enjoy us being pained by who we are today. Whether you choose to age naturally and not look perfect, or whether you do something that if it makes you feel better, you know, I know what I look like. I have no choice. What am I going to do about it? Stop aging? Disappear? The stigma of a woman's worth 
being tied to youth and beauty, that still pervades in society today, you know, especially in the entertainment industry, you know, so disappear is usually the option there. You know, we've heard that double standard too many times, right? Men become distinguished and handsome as they age and women get bumped out of the picture or need to really assert their place in the culture. So, you know, I wanted to address this today because I have my own history of experience with what society projects on us as women. You know, I've struggled long and hard to become confident for the value I bring to spaces versus how at times I have been perceived or what society views me as physically. And I've made deliberate choices in my life to shift from society's projection and have taken stands with my work to create community, to support women, and to surround myself with women. You know, this podcast is my creative outlet, right? So it's where my voice gets heard, and I am down with supporting every woman's dream of growing a business and being visible. In a Facebook thread um, with some friends recently, one of my friends posted an image of the 1980s classic Anjoli Perfume, You know, I'm sure you all remember, it's feminist earworm. I can bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan. I know, you're all going to be singing it now. But we went on to discuss that this is the marketing we were exposed to in our formative years. You know, I was prompted by one friend in the thread to Google the old Love's Baby Soft ads, another product that was pervasive in my formative years. (laughs) Their tagline Innocence is baby soft. And I distinctly remember a classmate in sixth grade wearing the I'm baby soft promotional tee. I mean, my gosh, these tees were made for children. And, you know, when we wonder how we got here, right? So from a young age, we were being programmed to stay baby-like. You know, and what's so interesting about this point in time, though, is that You know, the internet, it allows for that criticism, you know, and it also allows for women's voices to be heard on the subject. So the likes of Sarah Jessica Parker, Julianne Moore, Jamie Lee Curtis, Andy McDowell, and supermodel Polina Porzakova, they are vocal anti-ageism advocates. You know, they use the media and social media to express the other viewpoint. You know, one where Aging is natural. It's a human process. It's part of the human condition, right? Whether you want to color your hair or get some work done, it's about what makes you feel good. Getting older feels good. And it's where we become our best self. You know, I do just want to say that, you know, these women are actresses, you know, obviously. So they have access to media to bring this conversation forward. But By us doing what we do as entrepreneurs, it is also moving the dial on this conversation too. Social media platforms, you know, they are part of the cultural shift happening. Women are not only becoming visible later in life, but staying visible. We are using our voices so much so that mainstream media, such as Forbes, are writing articles entitled, 50 plus women are the new entrepreneurial superpower. You know, and this article goes on to state that research shows that entrepreneurs in their 50s and over are twice as likely to be successful than those in their 20s. Something that can be put down to one main factor, experience. 
And yeah, we got it. We have that experience and we need to embrace it, right? We need to keep bringing it forward. Uh, and the article also shares data like Wilt's usage of social media remains static amongst millennials and Gen Zers. In the last 10 years, the percentage of 65 plus people using it has grown from 2% to 35%. So, you know, the older population is getting on social media and using it, which is pretty amazing, right? And, you know, I think about that because I, like, the older I get, you know, I realize how much young, quote unquote, old gets each year. And, you know, not just because I'm closer to it. Like, you know, 65 used to be when you got sent out to pasture. And now it's when you revel in who you are. You travel and you use your experience and influence to better the lives of others. So women, we, we have the power within us to bring our life-altering work and creative ideas forward in our 45-plus stage of our lives. You know, the vehicles for visibility are available now more than ever. So let's embrace them. You know, we talk so much here about putting yourself out there, you know, to create a connection. So, you know, that visibility, it allows for you to build the relationship with your audience. And, you know, imagine if Brene Brown had stopped herself because of the comments that, you know, people made about her and her appearance. Um, she shares this story in her Netflix special, Call to Courage. And, you know, she talks about like people on the internet, like really talking about her negatively about her appearance. So, you know, what women have to say, you know, our message is stronger than what the internet trolls have to rely on, you know? And the reality is though, that it's still going to be there and it might be there, but you have to push on, right? Because Brene, you know, she chose courage, you know, to share her message widely. And in doing so, she inspired so many of us to choose courage as well. You know, I love to see women show up just plain and simple, right? Unapologetically themselves, who they are. Tell me who you are. Tell me your story. Show up and tell me. You know, you can have makeup on, you can use a filter, or you can come barefaced. It's about the magic you bring. So, you know, let's all show up and be a revolution. Let's represent to the world what we bring to the table. All right. I'm going to exhale now. <laughs> but I really want to say thanks for listening and thank you for being with me today. You know, I appreciate all of you and the time you were spending here with me. And I just want to root you on to keep being a warrior. All right. I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more info in the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on iTunes and leave me a review. Until next time, keep playing the long game.